to talk about the, the Georgia Maloney for uh, just a moment here because um, there's something that's significant about this that's going on. And uh, I know that it's significant because the usual suspects are all lining up basically to make her out to be a female Trump. But she's not a female Trump. Because she has the God card. And Trump doesn't. Now, he kind of does, but not the way she does. So, I was looking for a bio yesterday of Georgia Maloney, and I found one, of all places, at EWTN. And I'm reading it, and I'm going like, my goodness. Uh, first of all, uh, Georgia Maloney is not someone that just, uh, you know, is not a school mom that, 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 who watched her children have certain things done to her uh, in pub- public schools and decided to become an activist. <laughs> she didn't just wake up one morning and go like, you know what? I think I got to do something about this, so I'm going to do something about it. Uh, she's been in the fight for a while, and if I can find the bio, uh, the, the, the pilot prep is thick today. Here it is. Campaigning as a Catholic mother, Georgia Maloney, could be Italy's first Italian prime minister. And uh, this is from EWT, and this is from three days ago. It might seem blasé to emphasize that a 45-year-old Italian politician is a Catholic mother, but this identity has been a central part of Georgia Maloney's campaign and appeal as she leads the conservative Brothers of Italy, Fratelli d'Italia. Look, we're all going to be speaking a lot of... uh, 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 There'll be a lot of... Hey, Tigretti, speak English, speak English, There's going to be a lot of Italian. <laughs> We're going to, as a matter of fact, I'm going to play you some Italian today. So uh, get used to hearing Italian. Uh, the Brothers of Italy, political party to anticipate a victory. Uh, of course, that's already happened. As I said, it's written three days ago. Maloney's declaration during a speech in Rome, I am Georgia. I am a woman, I am a mother, I am an Italian, I am a Cristiani. Uh, That's the clip I'm going to play for you. It's such a signature element, it was remixed as a techno dance track that has more than 12 million U-boob views. A techno dance track. How do you like that? The DJs who made it intended to mock her. Instead, they helped to boost her popularity. How many of you speak uh, a little Latin? Calx Maria. The heel of Mary. I'm, I'm muting my mic so I can help Maggie get her headphones. Got it? You have headphones now? Do we have headphones? Nope. 
All right, so Maggie has no headphones, so she won't be talking today until we can get her headphones fixed. It was working fine yesterday. Live radio again. Hey, let's put a... Uh... Let's put a, uh, uh, a Zydeco song on. Right. <laughs> we'll put a Zydeco song on, <laughs> and then we'll be right back. <clears throat> FDI is a, so this is the uh, uh, Fratelli d'Italia. So when I say FDI, it's Fratelli d'Italia. FDI's success this year is synonymous with the charismatic candidate's persona. Her piercing blue eyes peer, peer from campaign posters promising ready to revive Italy. Pronti a risolvare Italia. Maloney is much more than a TV uh, anchor-esque blonde figurehead, though. She has been organizing in conservative political circles for since she was 15 years old. Folks, we are having major... Uh, to, I, I'm actually going to have to put a song on here in a minute if I can't get these, uh, the, these balances correct. So if you hear music coming up, it's because uh, we're <laughs> we're troubleshooting what we should have troubleshot earlier. <clears throat> Maloney is much more than a TV anchor-esque blonde figurehead, though. She has been organizing in conservative political circles since she was 15, first in her working-class neighborhood in Rome and then at age 29 as a member of Italy's Chamber of Deputies. When Prime Minister Silvio Berlusconi Named her Minister of Utes in 2008, she became the youngest person in national history to hold a, a cabinet position. So th 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 this is kind of the, the, the pedigree that we're dealing with here, which is this does not lend itself to the caricature of a fascist that we have been hearing. So I want to play this. Right, now, now, this is in Italian, this, uh, uh, this clip here. So this one is in uh, uh, in Italian. I'll read you the subtitles as uh, we uh, as as I play it here, because um, it's worth hearing in Italian. All right, scratch that. We're just all discombobulated here today. Guess I'll just stick with the bio because the uh, the clip that I'm looking for has disappeared. How does this happen? How is this possible? When Prime Minister Silvio Berlusconi named her Minister of Utes in 2008, she became the youngest person in national history to hold a cabinet position. So all of this now is going on uh, as... as, as Running, leading up to uh, Giorgio's candidacy and with the with the brothers of Italy, today Berlusconi leads uh, uh, leads forward Italy, one of the two center right parties in coalition with the FDI. The other is League Liga, 
led by Matteo Salvini. Now, this is important uh, that, uh, to note here because the Liga is, uh, uh, Salvini has been in the parliament. You heard Fiorella say earlier that the, um, uh, that the, that the Italian prime minister is noted for his, uh, for his brevity, that he doesn't hang around, and that he doesn't make it, uh, he doesn't survive very long. And this is um, something that we, uh, I think they're going to, uh, that they're going to try and, uh, that this one may, uh, that she may defy all of these ex expectations. And I'm going to tell you why. That's the one. Yes. Do you have that one? Uno Stato giusto si occupa del più debole. A monte c'è quella che ci facciamo oggi. Perché la famiglia è un nemico? Perché la famiglia è un No, you got two playing. There, there's something else playing. This is <laughs> this uh, today is is a challenge, and, and the irony is is that we're actually better prepared and better set up today than we were yesterday. And if you can see uh, what's in here, where did it go? There you go, that one. All right, we have disco playing in the background here, so <laughs> bear with us. Um, until Maggie can find the uh, the disco clip. Boy, you must have 150 tabs open. <laughs> um, I didn't know this guy. I must have missed this, uh, that Giorgio Maloney had spoken at fake conservatism, CPAC, back in uh, um, uh, this February. Uh, Maloney's rousing critique of the opposition was on display in a February speech delivered in fluent English before the CPAC crowd. Uh, this is another one that, uh, that's not the one that I played for you yesterday. There's another speech, and you can hear that one in English as well. Everything we stand for is under attack. Uh, she declared our individual freedom is under, under attack. The sovereignty of our nation is under attack. The prosperity and well-being of our families is under attack. The education of our children is, is, is under attack. It's the same all over the world. So-called progressives use the power of their mainstream media. They want a right wing on a leash, trained as a monkey. <laughs> trained as a monkey. We won't be part of their inner circles. We prepare the public squares. We are on the side of the people. Maloney pointed to unchecked illegal immigration and cancel culture, woke ideology, and the EU bureaucrats as major threats. By the way, there is a... Gonzalo Lara has a, uh, has a report... Uh, I can't call it a report. It's Gonzalo Lira. Gonzalo Lira. There's no. Gonzalo Lira has a. Um, look up. Gonzalo Lira has a video out. Uh, here it is. Nord Stream One and Nord Stream Two are down. I woke up this morning to hear about how Nord Stream 2, the pipeline that goes from Russia to Germany through the uh, Baltic. Well, I heard that Nord Stream 2, the, the, the gas flow, or the flow, because there is no gas going through it, but the pressure's thing. Well, basically, somebody sabotaged it. Yeah, and then within like just a few hours after that, Nord Stream 1 
also got sabotaged. So this means that because of the sabotage, even if all of a sudden magically the Germans and the Russians got to be buddy buddies, there is no way for Russia to send gas to Germany anymore. And that's off the table forever. Because the sabotage, as I understand it, and it was indisputably sabotage, and I'll get to that in just a moment. Well, the sabotage, the damage apparently is such that it's not going to be like a weekend job that they can fix it. Oh, no, 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 no. Apparently it's going to be at least months, possibly years, before this can get fixed. Because seawater entered the system. I mean, it caused a whole mess. And it wasn't the little fishies that nibbled through the pipeline and made a hole in them. No. It was sabotage. Okay? There's never been something like this happened before in these pipelines, in any of these gas pipelines that are underwater. Mm -hmm. The only way to do this is to have an explosion underwater that punches a big old hole and wrecks the pipeline. And that's basically what appears to have happened in both of the pipelines within a you know, 12 or 24 hour period. So, you know, we have a murder mystery. You know, somebody killed the gas pipelines, and we have a room full of suspects. And, and who are the suspects? Who are the players? Well, the players you got here. This is where it gets interesting. The Russians. You know, of course, they're evil Russians. Well, you've got the Germans, you know, the victims. But maybe they did it, you know, maybe murder of Roger Ackroyd, something, something like that kind of thing, right? You've got the Ukrainians, and you've got the Americans. Mm -hmm. Now, the Russians, would they blow up the pipeline? Why would they? They don't need to. Because, as I understand it, these pipelines are so deep that you need submarines to actually be able to do this job of sabotage. You can't do it with divers. It's too deep, as I understand it. I could be wrong, but let, let's, let's assume that that's the case. Okay? So, you need a submarine to be able to do this damage, so why would the Russians do it? Hmm? Where would you get a submarine at? All right, that, that, so Nord Stream 1 and Nord Stream 2 apparently are down. Now, now the, 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 the question is, why would someone want to take down pipelines? And as Gonzalo Lira is saying here, you can't just go and flip the switch and turn it back on. 